Bro. Bro. Welcome back to the RMP. I'm Zachary, your host of this motherfucking little podcast. If you want to hit me up, you can always email me at Zachary at therebelminded.com or check out my newsletter on Substack at therebelminded.substack.com. And we are here to question the mess, make some rebel actions, and start living life on our own terms. And I want to know how do we live life as our true selves, the self that will look into us at the end and ask us, did we do it all? So where's everybody been at this week? I've got some important things to tell you, but uh, soak it in for a minute. Um, Think about your last week, process it a little bit, take some deep breaths. Did you, did you just, did you like decide to just exist? Were you capable of being present? Were you capable of handling your anxiety? You know, there's so many questions that we go through on this podcast, and I'm trying to emphasize more and more on just questions themselves, the questions based around individuality, the questions based around our psyche and, and our behavior and why we do the things that we do. And, you know, I, I'm a philosophical hobbyist, I guess is what I could say, but I think it's really important to ask these questions because my life has progressively started to open up and I've started to become a lot more self-aware with everything just by asking these questions. And most of the time I think we're just not patient enough. So if you haven't yet, make sure to just settle in, ask yourself some questions, don't get flustered. The questions can sound stupid, they can sound ignorant, they can they can be whatever you want, but as long as, long as you ask the question and you don't solidify in your very first impulsive answer, ask again, ask again, ask again, and see how deep that you can take it because this is uh, this is neuroplasticity ticking in, kicking in when you repetitively do this and you start to change the way that you see the world and the way you see yourself. And that's exactly why we're here. But um, a couple important things to tell you. Number one is that I am finally moving. Uh, it would be the first time in my life that I've moved away, away from everything that I know, away from my friends, away from everything I've experienced. And in kind of a way it makes me feel like a child, honestly, uh, to not have done this sooner. And, you know, I think that so many of us missed out on these very important, almost like tribal initiation periods of transitioning into an adult. And I think that's why a lot of us struggle so much is because we didn't have this, this very clear line, uh, or this very clear peaking over the top of the mountain where we get to see the world with different eyes. Um, and, to that, this is it's kind of like that for me in this. I'm moving from Idaho to Texas, and I think it's important for me to do this for the sake of my own psyche and my growth and pushing myself into the next chapter and testing my resiliency and testing my, my resolve and, and what it is that it's going to take for me to commit to all the things that I tell myself daily that I'm going to commit to. Because if you pay attention to it, we fail a lot. Um, we fail repetitively, but the thing that most of us don't do is get back up. We, we step back down. We, we honestly step back down into situations that don't, that don't benefit us. You know, the, the whole idea is to at least stand back up, if not take a step forward. So I am moving to Texas. It's going to be interesting. My brother decided to show me videos of camel spiders and I've never been freaked out by an insect until now. So I'm doing that. And then the, the second thing I want to tell you, which is the more important one is that I am so upset by what COVID has done to me. I know, I know that I've had it at least once or twice, and I don't want to get into the political 
nonsense think about thing about what's woke, what science, blah blah blah. I have my own belief on what that is, but the reason I know that I've had COVID is because things that I love as far as smell have changed. My second favorite smell in the world is lavender. And guess what? Lavender smells disgusting to me now. And I've tested it out with other people thinking maybe there's just, you know, lavender soap that wasn't bottled right or laundry soap or oils and stuff. And none of it smells good to me anymore. And I'm so bummed. And if, if you must know, my first favorite smell is mint. Um, since we're getting to know each other so intimately now, I might as well tell you my favorite smell, which is mint. Fresh cut mint feels. I grew up around them. They're fantastic. But I was... I was concocting my my podcast, one of my podcast drinks, which is a tea that I really, really like. It's a licorice spice. It's fantastic. Um, but now boiling water smells like fresh baked fish. It's disgusting. It bothers me so much. And I didn't realize that until today because I haven't had tea in like a while, you know, out of all the drinks that I rotate around having while I'm podcasting, I haven't had tea for a while, and I, I'm just disgusted. I don't know if it's going to make me not want tea anymore. It hurts so bad. <laughs> it hurts so bad. But uh, let's move on to the next prompt today. Uh, this, is quite, this is quite the intro, but I love you guys. I hope you guys are, are really trying to grow, and I hope you're, you're really questioning things. So let's get on to this prompt, okay? This was a prompt that I wrote late last year. I might be afraid of doing the wrong thing, or maybe it's not what skill or talent I chase, but the desire for it to feel euphoric or easy. I feel like none of it will ever matter if I don't start living like my future self. I had thought up this idea the other day, this concept that I will have to starve the old me, that I will have to act and practice so differently that the old self can no longer exist. I feel like all I've done to this point is dabble and minimally attempt new ideas and practices, maybe only to prove to myself that they won't work. What I fear the most is losing my best years to make change, to be alive, to be in physical and mental shape, to pursue love, date, and have great sex and intimacy. I fear that I am so fucked up, either by genetic disposition or psychological fear and immaturity that the life I dream of will never be. Is it possible to feel you want more than others are content with and it still never comes to be? Or can I trust that misery and discontent will finally move me? I think the craziest part of my progress and probably the most difficult part of my progress is not what exactly the talent was, you know, for it to take five or six years to... to try so many different things that use so much money that um that detoured me onto the next thing you know getting me all the way down to writing and and recording and conversations and i mean basically this idea of me being a conversationalist and a writer i guess and a podcaster and an artist or content creator whatever you want to call it um it wasn't necessarily that it's it's the biggest struggle has been this thing which kind of shows in this prompt that I struggled more with the work than anything and it kept coming down to this this basic simple idea that 
I almost wasn't believing in what I was trying to become and to maintain the distractions that I was constantly doing every day, which are just automa- automatic habits, more or less. And it repeatedly comes down to this thing again and again when I fall into doubt, when I fall into despair, which if you're trying to grow, just know that this is a constant thing. Like the only thing that changes is your resiliency. The only thing that changes is is that as you do the work, the more the more satisfied you feel and the less volatile things are. But the the resistance and the gremlins and and the the dark thoughts are are always going to be there. It's the only thing that's really going to change is your your resiliency against them. And that resiliency is the thing that gets you to do the work repeatedly, regardless of how you feel. It's kind of like that that stoic uh, foundation of knowing that emotion and feelings are going to be there and thoughts are going to be there, but you don't let them change what you do. So my biggest fear, which I, which I don't know if I told you guys this or not, is, is dying with regret. I don't want to be to a point in my life at the very end where there's no way I can make up for anything, where there's you know, and even before my death, if there, once I get to the point where I can't physically do the same things, where I can't mentally do the same things, what is that going to mean for me? How will I feel if I look back and realize that I didn't try hard enough to do these things? And that's the thing that all of us, I think, should fear. I think it's very important to fear these things. And what I was kind of coming across this, this doubt and fear that I was having in, in this particular prompt on this day was that is my lack of resiliency or is my lack of belief is it is it some sort of genetic code built into me is there a uh, a work ethic or a mindset um a collapsible mindset a in a, i don't know intolerable mindset a um fragile mindset is is there a fragile mindset that is genetic that keeps me from getting to where I want to go. I do believe in this thing where, you know, trauma and behaviors are passed down through generations, through, um, through conditioning of the next generation. You know, from parent to child. I think that is very, very real. I think it's it's very obvious that that is uh, statistically true. Um, and I was I was comparing that to. Th- I was comparing genetic disposition to psychological unhealthy habits and trying to figure out the difference between the two and what it meant for it to be either one of those things. And I think, honestly, what I was trying to do was I was almost trying to find another excuse, which we do for almost everything. I was trying to find another excuse for why I wasn't capable of doing the work why I couldn't get a handle on myself and my daily habits and so I wanted to it seemed like I kind of wanted to blame uh genetics um some sort of psychologically passed down genetics and even though I can't say whether that's true or not um I think that the mind is a very powerful thing and I think that it takes a unfathomable amount of work for us to see that something like a genetic psychological inability is kind of an excuse it's it's just a 
an easy path to to reroute our our own individual power and our belief and and our motivations and uh and my last question here where i said can i trust that misery and discontent will finally move me that's something that's felt more real than anything it's honestly felt like at some point either emotionally or physically mentally we have to hit a a point that is so disturbing you know that's why it seems like when people get information that says they're going to that they've got diabetes or if they got cancer or they had a near-death experience that that's when they decide to change i wish it wasn't like that um but i also think that it's possible that the the discontentment and the, and the anxiety that we have can build so much to a point where it doesn't have to necessarily be a physical or mental shock it could be a a, a build up 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 to a boiling point more or less to where we can no longer handle uh what's happening to us and the only negative part about that in my opinion is the amount of time it takes to get there and whether or not it's going to be too late so i think the way to counteract that is to constantly push being uncomfortable to constantly try to change our habits to never give up and never fall into or fall prey into the things that uh we're so used to and it's the it's the reason that i stopped posting on Instagram. It's the same reason that I try to disconnect myself from all the impulsive vices of the world out there. And it's the reason that I try to be able to sit in silence and the reasons that I try to visually just stimulate myself in the world around me rather than the, the digital devices that tend to take up so much of my time that I think are so fucking important. Because once I got rid of Instagram, it was only a couple of weeks before I realized that I don't need it, that it has, it has nothing to do with my growth. And I, I made an excuse for that thing. And um, I think that comes down to a lot of what we have is we make excuses of why we must need it. And so I think the biggest question that I would have for anybody out there today is how serious are you about what you think you need in your life that may very well possibly be the very, ooh, that's a lot, that's a lot of varies could very well be what stands in your way from getting you to where you want to go from who you want to be because who you want to be is going to be uh the most important thing that you ever do in your life and it seems like we spend so much time trying to decide on whether we should sacrifice it or not that we never actually just sacrifice we we want to have answers before we step into the unknown we want to know what we're going to get and I think that a lot of times we know that growth is going to be very gray. It's going to be missing a lot of color. It's going to be missing a lot of experience. It's going to be missing a lot of play, a lot of play that we've been used to for the last decade or two or three, and we don't want to miss out on that. But I think the serious part of that is that those playful things, those awesome experiences are going to change into something far deeper than you can even imagine. And that's what I'm shooting for. That's what I'm trusting myself, and that's what I'm forcing myself to believe about what it is that I want, that the, that the future version of myself is going to be so amplified and so much more satisfied with the experiences that I have that when I look back 
the experience that I have now, the impulses, impulsive experiences that I have now won't even compare. You know, they'll, they'll be fractions of the same emotional and mental and physical satisfaction. So I'll leave you guys with that. Um, I'll leave you guys with that particular question. Have you questioned what you do enough now to sacrifice for what you, you want your future self to be? So I'm going to finish my moist fish baked smelling tea and let you guys get on with your day and I'll talk to you soon. This is your host Zach. Hey guys, I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.